The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Welcome back for another steaming, piping, scalding serving of (laughs) This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, issues in politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Let's get into some... So why don't you um why don't you tell our tell our race chasers out there where you are and why we sound like we're in the bottom of a well? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I am um, currently at the bottom of Fire Island. I'm in Cherry Grove at uh, my friend uh-huh. Tina's house with my best friend Crystal Summers and Anthony Torres. It is one day after my birthday. Uh, my jaw has never grinded so hard. My jaw was grinding. Oh. My jaw was grinding the beginning wheels of the Express Yourself video, like those big wheels. <laughs> That's what I was grinding on the front of a parade float. It was such a lovely day. So I'm in Fire Island. Why don't you tell the lovely race chasers and friends of the pod where you are, darling? Oh, happy where birthday! You, where did you jaws off to, darling? Thank you. I'm currently in Glasgow, and we are kicking off the Amethyst Journey Tour. Uh, Jeremy and I are um, out here, and we have our first show tomorrow. Cool. Well, break a leg, sis. Booked and blessed. Booked and blessed, did you say booked? So we have to first just check in about what has happened this week, because it seems to be... Uh, you know, a lot of things happened. Uh, World Pride occurred. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I heard. Um, I heard that you killed it, but I also heard that I did a pop up number on the screens, and that everybody loved that. That Stonewall meme kept on giving for me this year. I got to go by Stonewall on a float, and like just made sure I did a body count while I was there. Nobody died. Um, and someone gave me a pin that said it. Like, it's so funny. And I got to sing my Derek song all about Stonewall, basically, because, you know, Derek's, uh, Derek's heavily involved in Stonewall. Heavily. Yes, and we have to give a huge shout-out to dear, um, dear queen and friend of the pod, Derek Berry, uh, for providing us. I mean, really, she was the catalyst for allowing the knowledge to... Um, 
to flow forth about Stonewall. And I think it, it, in the end, I think that it, it, that video becoming so captured in people's imagination, I think it has like actually raised awareness about Stonewall, which is really what pride is all about. For sure. Yeah. Raising the awareness and visibility and stuff. Like if I see drugs visible, I'm going to do them. That's, that was also, (laughs) that was also my pride. I had such a good time. I was such a good time to be party girl. I had, such a fun time. Um, you were very professional. You were on time for all your gigs. A Star is Born This Way was sickening. Um, uh, yes. Everybody came out. Everybody loved. We raised money for the Born This Way Project, um, Born This Way Foundation. I, I did some stuff for Trevor Project this weekend. I went to a brunch for Trevor Project and hosted that. And then right after that, I went to a spin class, which benefited the Trevor Project, all in the same wig. It was a lot of fun, oh but I was very gosh. tired. And then I saw Stephen Trask and John Cameron Mitchell play that night at Town Hall after that. It was oh. like the best New York part. And then the next morning I woke up, and I did take my Molly too early because the parade was is, was late. And I was like, y'all, you're screwing with my serotonin schedule. But um, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, there were we had reserves, and the party kept going. And then after the parade, I made it to my second gig, and I had a good old time on the roof. The Empire State Building was glowing all different rainbows. And now I'm on Fire Island. Oh, and I woke up and Marco Marco was next to me taking a disco nap because he had just got in from the, the disco when I was waking up. So it was so much fun. Friends were already at my hotel. Oh, my gosh. It was a really fun and magical uh, World Pride. And, of course, Pride Month has come to a close. But, you know, some no, of us, not. we London walk the walk. July 6th. Oh, well, fabulous. I'm going there this weekend. Um, Amazing. Maybe I'll see you around. I heard, I heard that you were on a television recently. Oh, Dragon TV sounds very important. Oh, you look familiar, Mom. Oh, you must have the HG television. <laughs> I do. I have. I have the extended package through Spectrum. Oh, how wonderful. How blessed. So how can I, how can I watch this episode? Cause I saw little clips online, but I want to watch the full, the full app. You can see clips on the HGTV app or they uploaded the whole episode to YouTube. Um, it's at like 480 oh, but they uploaded, I was kind of honored that they saved it for like world pride weekend. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Because I had heard through the grapevine that the, um, president of the network really liked it and it's um he like they all applauded when they saw it and for a room of board members to break out and applause like they love the episode um so i was really happy to hear that and they're like they're very excited i was like oh cool and then the season premiered and hadn't started they hadn't told us i was like oh they're stunting they're saving us for world pride they're stunting on this plus they know pussy good um so they saved it for world pride and that's a real honor for me and anthony we had so much fun doing it so you were a hit at the upfronts? We were a hit. The network already ordered more. They ordered a back end You know what I mean. That's so amazing. Girl, you're always branching out. It's it's that's amazing. And the little clip I saw was really amazing and you're just you're providing I'm like those shelves yeah, and those shelves are yeah. built then and that shelf shouldn't have been built at all ever. Yeah. Oh my god! Basically, a reading challenge for real estate the whole time. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love and, that. And I just saw something about you. Your short film with Katya where you play like some black-eyed alien devil. That just came out. Now, is that a romantic comedy you're starring in? <laughs> yeah, it's a rom-com. Uh, yeah, it's called The Quiet Room, and it's a um, really scary film by Sam Weinman. And I get to play a um, demonic figure uh who uh, is named hopeless hattie and if you go on uh i think it's crypt tv on instagram you can find a link to watch it so if you just search like the quiet room crypt tv or you can go on my instagram and, and you can find it through there you can watch the whole film online just um make sure you um be careful because it's really scary but it was a um it was a cool experience I feel like if you ever have like um like a summer home you should have that like in a a powder room playing on loop like a black powder room just like I love that idea something cute something art installation So wait I'm seeing this in in our notes and I have not heard of this Oh you uh, have notes Oh I'm going to look mine up then too no, this says that Drag Race Canada has been announced. Is this real? I think so. And as far as I know, there's other Drag Race things happening. Like, I've, I've heard that there's a Drag Race uh, Juniors and a Drag Race Celebrity, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Girl. Get the drags now, the baby drags, the celebrity drags, all the drags. It's like me not lipstick. They like the drag. I mean, look at that lipstick battle. You know, that's the drag. They're doing the gig. The men like the drags. The the women like the drag. Everybody like the drag. I let the men touch up on me because they gave me some money. (laughs) And I didn't want to dance for him. I didn't want to dance for him, but he gave me the money, so I let him touch up on me. me. <laughs> Damn, that should be a mix. So wait, Lil Lil Nas X comes out on the last day of Pride Month. Yeah, is that an album, Dipper? No, Lil Nas is um Lil Nas is the I'm gonna take my horse to the whole damn road. I'm gonna yes, ride. I, I know who, who he he came out as a fag. Oh wait, can I say that? Yeah, and now his his album art has like a rainbow flag in the background. Anthony showed me that because you know how he does music and stuff. DJ Possible. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, just stop. Hold the hold the three phones in three different continents that we're holding right now. Lil Nas just came out of the closet. Yeah. So the biggest hit on the radio right now, like the biggest hit in the world. Also the, the biggest crossover possibly to ever happen between rap music and country music. And now we get to claim it as an LGBTQIA song. I'm in. The blessings are booked and the blessings are aplenty. That is amazing. Yeah. I'm happy I think Dipper's um, texting me to take a break. <laughs> Do you see how... I really wish we would have been recording the circus that happened uh, getting ready for this call because we tried every way. I mean, we, tr- we tried hangouts, we tried FaceTime. a fucking food processor and then holding up a Radio Shack yep. with my left pinky. 
She wanted me to jump through. And she got me, oh, do you have your laptop? And I said, yeah, should I get it? And then I got that. And then I had to get my best friend to come over. And then they don't exactly have a Best Buy Geek Squad on Fire Island, Mary. Let me tell you that. (laughs) Getting hooked up on this. I'm more likely to shove an iPhone up my ass. Talk to somebody. Good luck. Well, why don't you try that? And we will be right back after this break. Yeah. Don't hang up. (laughs) (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. They're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. back. And this is a section that we like to call Let's Get Political. Political. I want to get political. Let me, Let me your hear your Wi Fi connection. Let me know if your wife's not home. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, well, the uh, story, of course, dominating the uh, political circuit this week is, of course, we got our first Democratic candidate debates. And I have sort of a, um, I have a um, sort of theory about this. I think that uh, as the news sort of takes over politics and how we perceive it, uh, I think it's becoming more and more like a reality show. So they're giving us politics in a format that that we Americans can understand. So they're literally like 10 Democrats stand before me. Which one of you will stand out as the breakout star of these two debates? And they broke, there's like 20. So they broke it into two nights. Um, I didn't watch either of them, but I mean, it, it does seem like a streamlined way for people that are so technology based now to get information on candidates. So I think it makes sense because I didn't watch it, and I don't know nothing about these people. I was going to wait until it narrows down to, like, five or something and then pick from those guys. Because what if the guy I like gets eliminated? It's like, you know, I play Mario Kart. I know about these things. He he could always come back for All-Stars, though. That's the important thing. He or she. That's true, but it's their season. Sometimes it's not their season. And then they tell casting, well, I'll wait for next season. It's true. It's very much like that. And I will say, based on watching these debates, I didn't watch the full debates, but I watched a lot of coverage and I listened to a lot of coverage about Full coverage, darling. Let me tell you. Full coverage, honey. Cover boy, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So from what you've heard about the debates, and I like this, I like that you fully haven't watched them and uh, neither have I. Who is uh, who's standing out for you? Anyone? (laughs) Right. We're really informed. I mean, I like I found out um, uh, Kamal. I I saw a picture of Kamal Harris and Elizabeth Warren together. And I was like, oh, does that mean they're running together? And then I was like super into that for two days. And then someone told me they weren't running together. I should have read the (laughs) caption of the picture, I guess. But I just figured they were like making like an awesome ticket. And I was like, I'm into them. Um, but button guts is still good for me. I like him. Um, and yeah, yeah. I kind of, I, I, I think I'm off the, the Biden train. I think, you know, Biden's doing his best and, um, but I don't think I'm on him right now. Oh, Corey, let's, right down. I love Corey. Too. L- oh oh my God. <laughs> so let's break it down in drag race terms. Cory Booker is the trade of the season. Um, love it. He probably won't win, but he's the trade of the season. He'll get a modeling campaign. For sure. Um, yeah. J- Joe Biden, I think he was, he was sort of like the one everyone thought was going to win. Cause he's like drag excellence. So he came in thinking, Right. He came in thinking like, I'm into more, more like a Chad Michaels, almost like I've got this, like I'm established, like that I'm really good. And so there's no one that can beat me. And then you, then you have someone like, I mean, Kamala Harris though, really stood out and had an amazing moment. Did you watch this moment that happened in the, let me let me like uh, do a, a dramatic paraphrasing for you. She was basically like they were like, okay, let's chit chat about race and in America. And then the moderator was like, okay, we're out of time. And Kamala Harris was like, excuse me, actually, as the one person of color on stage, I'm going to speak about race in America. Uh, Mike. My- 
mic drop first. Then she goes on to speak and she calls out Joe Biden. And she says, listen, I know your record on sympathizing with people who were anti-integration. Anti and I have a story about a young girl and she was the second class to ever integrate in her school district. And she took a bus to school and you, Mr. Biden, you were against busing. And let me tell you this, that little girl was me. Oh, my God. It was like everyone was gagged. You could hear a pin drop in the room. It was like the moment that stood out. And I think it really like and the fact that she sort of called out Joe Biden because people were sort of theorizing that it was going to be Joe Biden choosing Kamala Harris as his vice president oh, and no, now it'll be her choosing him but he's already done the job he couldn't even get it again Tivana so Kamala, I think Kamala it's Kamala Elizabeth would be so cute for me like either way I would be into them. that I would yeah, be into girl. that how full on yes, like the tiny women sugar baker suits <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Kamala Harris ain't gonna wear a hat. She's presidential, okay? And Elizabeth Warren isn't gonna wear a hat either. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, who else was even in that? There were a lot of names. I mean, Marianne Williamson sort of. Um, Marianne Williamson, I want to compare to like sort of a sacrificial lamb. She was sort of like, it's not the her Bolt season, singer? but she made, she made, I don't believe she's a folk singer. I, I believe she's an author and she's sort of, yeah, but um, so am I. She, that doesn't mean I should run for president. <laughs> She sort of gave these uh, really sort of off-the-wall answers and was like, we're not going to save Washington with laws. We're going to save it with positive energy. And, like, it was, like, it, it was very, um, they were very memeable, uh, but she's not going to win. So it was sort of like, she's sort of like Miss Vangie. Like she's sort of a first off. That's really memorable. Like she'll be parodied on SNL, SNL for sure. How wonderful. But SNL is like only funny if you watch the debate and I don't, you know, so I'm not going to watch the cold open. Their political stuff is all up front because it's always like, that's the stuff that they need to get the people to see before they fall asleep. Right, of course. <laughs> well, there are 505 days until the election. So, uh we don't we don't know um how it's going to shake down, but it was very interesting to see Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren sort of pull ahead based on these debates. Also, this is in our notes, and I didn't know about this. Apparently, Republicans are donating to Marianne Williamson's campaign to keep her in the race longer because she's not going to win, and she's a very uh, she's like a sort of a lamed up candidate. Oh my! That's shade. Wow, that's like me giving twenty dollars to a girl and saying keep going when she's the worst one. 
I'm like, yes. <laughs> do a callback. Play oh another God, track. Do, do another lap. Do another lap. You deserve this. <laughs> Play the second track on your CD. I know yeah. you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody comes to the very... bar on, on Mondays. Yes, exactly. Well, let's go ahead and take another break, and we, we will be back with more Hot oh Gods. Back. Ooh. Bring more hot, Ooh, hot, hot, hot. Gus. <laughs> Oh, is that a helix mattress? Oh. <laughs> Shelix, Felix. So bouncy. So bouncy, so bubbly. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you know, for a third section, we always do a deep dive deep into the DMs. Very deep. And this is a fun one. Okay, so why don't do you want to go ahead? Do you have the outline in front of you? Do you want to yeah, go ahead and read the? We received many, 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 several, many DMs. That India Farrow saying, "Girl, prison <laughs> has to do with the idea of matching jumpsuits in prison. Not everyone is dressed the same." An apology from Liam. And then someone said, "Hey, race chaser, got caught off the podcast." Thank you so much for answering my question, but I have to apologize to Will Willem, spelling your name wrong. I don't give a fuck. Fine. However, I've spoken to her so much in message. Okay. Now my phone says William instead of Willem. Well, cool. Thank you, Liam. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That's my, you're still providing Nooch. That extra eye really is the key to Nooch restaurant. It's You get a, reserv- you get a table, a, a reservation, immediately. If you uh, if you use the uh, if you use the extra high and willow, <laughs> you get an instant nooch card. Do not pass go. Just get nooch. I'm gonna read the next one from Mikey and Benji. I absolutely love all of the podcast action from you two dolls. My husband and I listen to on the way to and from work and it makes PCH a little more bearable. Pacific Coast Highway, I guess That's that means. Right. Yep. We are both huge ATF, uh, okay, they love acronyms, ATF and Willem fans, and we are technically one degree away from Willem through our awesome grind, Sabine Howard. She comes to Drag Brunch a lot. She's really cool. Oh, this year at DragCon, I caught Willem's eye while going by her booth and got a, you You look look beautiful. Being a bearded queen and a huge fan of your work, I was ultimately flattered. Do you think that the mainstream that it is, is ready for the level of gender fuckness that is bearded queens? I know Helvetica, Lucy Stool, and more are paving the way, and I know I'll never be a Rue girl, but do you think there will be more acceptance to bearded drag and even local drags? Love to you both including a pic from DragCon 2019, which she wrote as DC 2019. She loves acronyms. Not a dick pic, but I hope you enjoy Mikey and Benji, the Long Beach Bearded Boys. And there is a picture. She she looks awesome. I I can see the worst. Bearded queen. Like, everybody's breaking through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, RuPaul had a beard when she did the the shoulder pad, the football pad, 80s look. Didn't she do like a a goatee or a beard of some sort. Like it's, it's always going to be like a revolutionary thing, like a, a, a female type of presence with a beard. But th- if the right one breaks through, everyone's going to be doing it, you know? So just keep doing it until, you know, you don't want to do it no more. Maybe. 
And to me, I, I have to say that I, I don't think that you should say, oh, I'll never be a Rue girl, because honestly, you kind of have a, a leg up being a bearded queen because it's something that hasn't been done on the show before. And it's a story we haven't seen, and it's an aesthetic that... What? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Willem paved the way as a bearded queen. That is Thank true. You. I invented that. But I also think that the bearded queen is not something that is shunned by the mainstream. In, in fact, I think it's kind of a touchstone that is more recognizable. For instance, you, you mentioned Conchita Wurst. And she went on to win, like, the hugest sort of mainstream uh, culture singing contest. And she's a bearded drag queen. And... Uh, and like the, the, uh, like circuses have always featured, like, come and see the woman who has a beard. So it's sort of a touchstone that's recognizable. And I don't think it's inconceivable that, that we could see someone with a beard on Drag Race. So who knows, Mikey and Benji, who knows? Yeah. Um, Leonard wants to say he's a big fan of the pod here. He was listening yesterday in Alaskan Raja. We're talking about the break in production. You seem to make it out, but Raja never confirmed that it was Rue's doing. However, I was watching an episode of Hey Queen with Alexis Mateo, and she made it seem that the halt in production was due to an altercation that happened between Mimi and Last and Shangela going untucked, untucked on Queens in Space episode. She also went on to say that the fight got physical, but they didn't show it. You lovely ladies know what the Chivana is. Love you girls and Big D. Sincerely, Leonard Legrand. Okay, House of Legrand. Okay, deep, deep, uh, deep dish info. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting speculation. (laughs) I don't know. It's an interesting speculation, and um, I guess there are differing accounts, because I had heard different things. Uh, Alexis Mateo has has a different story. And so I don't know, but I do know that physical altercations are taken very seriously on reality shows and especially drag race. And so it, it is possible. They do not fuck around with that. So like you can get heated, you can throw shade, you can get in a fight, but as soon as it starts to get physical and people can get injured, you really don't fuck with that because it can fuck with the entire show. So from James, hey, Calvin, love your hair. Hope you win. I have a question for Willem. Did Ronnie get your humor on House Hunters? He seemed like he wanted to laugh, but also couldn't. Here's my total bottom dick. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, James, feel that back for me. Um, uh, I love that Uh, Ronnie and Anthony and I, uh, we do not remain in contact. Um, He's not a friend of the pod. I will say that. Well, did Ronnie get your humor? No, he did not. Ronald did not get the humor. There's a line in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and Marilyn's like, Sorry, sometimes people don't understand her humor. (laughs) She's like apologizing for her friend who's like cracking jokes in the corner and no one's getting him. Oh my God! You uh, know what no one's getting my Spanish because I teach people the wrong words. Uh, Sergio artistry. Oh, 
as I mentioned that I said chismosa, which means I thought I told people it means jealous girls, but it means girls that like to gossip, like chatty girls. And oh, it, chatty Kathy. Uh-huh. And enviadosas. Enviadosas. Envidiosas. Envidiosas. Oh, that's a good girl. Thank name, you. Enviosa. Thank you, Sergio Artistry. To be fair, you could call us either chismosas or envidiosas. So either one works to describe us. Any given day, we're, we're both. I, we're both probably at least 75% of each. Um, I love this next picture. Have you seen this from Jason? This is a picture. Let me describe. It's a picture of a dick uh, and a urinal. And the dick is pissing in the urinal. <laughs> and on the, on the inside of the urinal where the stream of piss is hitting, there is a sticker of Willem sticking his head out of a glory hole. <laughs> It's a sticker right on, right on the pissing spot. Now, do you do this everywhere you go? You put that sticker right in there? I usually give it to people, and then people know what to do. But um, uh, Oh, so you're avoiding legal ramifications. I love a ramification. You know that. Uh, <laughs> but I just like to give drunk people a spot to aim, you know? I appreciate that. I think it's nice, too. Um, and we appreciate all of the hot goss dick pics. You can always email us questions or um, steaming hot piping dick pics to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can send us all your hot goss rumors, conjecture, queries, quandaries, and questions there as well. And just That's right. Fact check us. Uh, correct us. Tell us the cheetah print is different than leopard print, is different different than ocelot print, is different from jaguar print. You know what? I don't know the difference, but I know what I like when I see it. Let's just put it that way. And I know what I like when I hear it, and that's french fries crunching over uh, race chaser classique. Um, which <laughs> <is> <laughs> And hey, the first five streamings of RuPaul's, the first five episodes, the first five seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race are now streaming on Amazon Prime, so you can catch up there. We're on season three of Race Chaser Classic. Thank you so much for listening listening to Hot Goss. Hot Goss. Follow us on on Instagram. At Willem, <laughs> at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, Steam boiling. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises Incorporated Limited. This Goss is hot!